of Salvation Solutions, where uh, we talk about how salvation is the solution to all things in life. I am Aviance. I am Aramis. And I am Pastor D. So today we're going to start off with a question about love. So my brother Aramis is going to take it away. Yeah, I, we, we talked about, um, you know, how, how love is, is the solution to, to so many of the issues that we as a culture face. Um, you know, and, and we know God is love, right? Uh, but but my, this thought came to my mind. How, how do we, I, I've had this conversation with a lot of people in relationships and, and, and seen some of the, the things that they do where, you know, they, they, and we, I think we talked about this last week, how, you know, there's no space in love, right? right. And, you know, a lot of times we'll see a lot of our marriages where finances are separated or they have, you know, separate rooms to spend time in, you know, like separately and, you know, stuff like that. And, and, and so the question came to my mind, you know, before we started, how, how do you really explain the, the, the spirit of love, the, the concept of love and, and, and the love that God has for us to a people who were birthed? Our culture was birthed here in America through slavery. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Everything that, that we learned from that point on was was born from being hated, being scorned, uh, being rejected, hating ourselves, being taught to hate ourselves, being taught to hate everything that we are and stand for and, and, and believe in. You know, all of all, all of that stuff creates about a mindset to, to to tear ourselves down, which is what we've seen over the last, you know, so on so many right. years. You know right. what I mean? So how would you explain to someone who doesn't understand what love is? Well, well, that's a great question, but I, I want to go back to something. I'm going to answer that question, Robbie. But what he said, remember we were talking about before the show, we were talking about explaining statements that may be clear to us, yes. but not be clear to us. He just made a statement that came to us by the Spirit, but I, most folks may not even know what he's talking about that's when he said, there's no space in love. Like, yeah. I can hear folks saying, what? what are you, no space in love? What is he talking about? <laughs> right? Um, I'll explain that a little bit later, but to answer the question, <laughs> I just wanted to make that point. I think salvation, once again, is the solution to how you explain to those who were birthed in a country or in a culture that is that is vilified them, that has shown hatred and injustice toward them. Salvation is the solution. The the challenge to that, though, when you present salvation to uh, the people who you just described is God was used to enslave them, right? So we got to first make them to see and to be aware that the gospel, the Americanized gospel that's been presented in America is not the gospel that Jesus revealed and brought forth to the world. You have to present the gospel the way Jesus presented it. You, we first have to present Jesus the way he presented himself. We present Jesus as a religious figure when he was a king. And in God's mind, God's king are men of love. They're men who put pe the people first. They're men whose whole goal is to um, shelter, comfort, and, and protect the people. So I think you start there. We still got to start with the greatest expression of love ever described or ever acted out in, in, in human history is Jesus' death on the cross. That's the greatest expression of love. God so loved the world, he gave us Jesus. Jesus so loved mankind that he died for us. Greater love had no man than this when one lays down his life for his friends. I think the gospel and presenting it as it should be presented, 
Not at not as it was presented by our white European, you know, colonizers who who used black uh, African or, or black America. And in this case, obviously, we know they you know what the Africans stole black folks and brought them here. But um, they used us as their, you know, their labor force and they enslaved us and they and they, and they harshly treated us. So to get beyond that point and, and they did it in the name of God. But to get a black America specifically who we're talking about to see that. We first got to say, man, the Europeans hijacked everything and they presented to us a gospel or a God that did not have love for black America. But we can't get around our salvation being the solution. We can't get around it. Right. God loves black America. God loves black humans. God loves us. I mean, he has a he has a vehement love for black America. And so we got to we got to we got to declare that we got to preach that and then. Then we got to get them to see that true love, true love demonstrates itself in this way, starting with Jesus. Then we can go to First Corinthians 13 and really share what love is and what love does and how love behaves. So I think we have to start there. We can't we can't start beyond the scope of where the gospel would have us to start, you know, and, 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 the, and it lies there therein. Jesus was the greatest expression. He, he, he had he was the greatest expression of love. He was love in motion. He was love personified, right? God expressed his love toward mankind by sending Jesus. So, I mean, you, we would have to start there. And I know it'll be challenging and I know it'll be tough, but we can't get beyond the scope of our salvation. The greatest love, I mean, I mean, I mean, John was like, what manner of love is this? Like it blew his mind. Like, like we need a revelation of who Jesus was, what Jesus accomplished on the cross, and who we who we've been made to be in Christ Jesus. Once we see that, oh my God, what manner of love is this? Well, the thing is, though, I don't think even people who call themselves Christians or a follower of Christ really truly understands love. Because if we want to go back into you explaining that space and love, right? Because some people do believe that you do need some space to love people the way that they should be loved. So oh my gosh, like man! It, 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 love, love is it. Like love is it. Like love is the greatest. Like that's it. We, when we want, like, like it's just you can't get around love. Love, love is what what caused God to create is is why He exists. So, um, I was I was talking to a couple and um, the wife in her frustration. You know, they were talking about spending time together and not communicating and things of that nature. And so. In her frustration, in her frustration, she said sarcastically, as they were, as she was expressing how there's a lack of communication and spending time together, because you know he needs his space now. And she was saying that sarcastically. And when she said that, I, you know, I didn't let on at the time, but something clicked in my mind. Something ain't right about that statement. And I know there's a lot of people who claim that. Well, I need to get my space and we create our man caves and all kind of stuff just so we can get away from folk. <laughs> But that's not the intended design of love, right? So I, I, the, as I thought on that, the, the thought was people love with space came to me. People want to love with space. Like, like, like people want to be married, but then they want to be able to go on a vacation with the girls for three weeks or, or go to Aruba with the boys for four weeks. What? What? Like, that's over with. That's over with. Right. Like, that's over with. Like, we have a warped mentality on what it means to be to love and to be in a love affair with, with your wife or your husband. Like we have a warped mindset of it. And so people want to love with space, meaning they want to have room enough to where they can still have, you know, have their will and do what they want to do. Um, aside from, 
you know, their spouse, right? So love is a consuming, love is a consuming fire. Love is designed to eat away at space so that there can be oneness. The ultimate end of marriage is oneness. It's oneness in, 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 in thought, it's oneness in, in mind, it's oneness in speech, it's oneness in action, it's oneness in body, it's oneness. Well, if there's space, how can there be oneness? There can't be oneness with space, right? There can't be oneness with space. You take the physical act of, 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 of the sexual union. We can't, we can't do that with space. <laughs> there can't be no space. In there. Ain't no space in there. I gotta be right like, right. You gotta be right a bone. Like, like, like we got, we becoming one. Like, like. Yeah. <laughs> Baby say, you don't want to see that? Listen, listen, that's real. I'm sorry. Right, that's what it is. <laughs> right, ain't no, you can't, you, you, they can't have no space in there. That's an example. I mean, that's everything else. In thought, in, in, in belief, like, it's this, the design of love is to eat away at all the space. So that we can become one. That's the beauty of marriage. Well, let me actually go ahead. So in in marriage or in any type of relationship, whether friend or whatever, when you when it's time to start battling a little bit, you know, having those debates, even in boxing, you go to separate corners for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So are you saying that there's not even a time to have those sort of spaces where it's like, you know what, <laughs> let's take a little quick. Well, I, will, I wouldn't necessarily classify that as space. Okay. As, as in the context of what we're talking about, I would I would look at that more of, you know, uh, you, you taking the time to, you know, you know, take your emotions out of the discussion. Like when I'm taking when she was in my space, it's like, man, he 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 want to go off for two hours and I don't know where he at. I don't know where he going. He just kind of just on on his own. Like like I need my space. No, no, that ain't what I'm talking about. But you're talking about, OK, listen, right now. We're not level-headed enough. Let's just take some time. That don't mean you got to go off to your own room. We could be sitting in the same room. We just, just let's just, let's just peace. Like, like I, I never forget the solution. Like, did Brother Allen? He said, "Listen, I don't. First of all, I don't believe in arguing. You don't have to argue. Most folks believe in arguing, right? When you talk about, we're gonna talk about the battle thing you just mentioned. But most folks believe they got to argue. Like, I don't. We didn't, I told my wife and me, we I won't believe in that. I don't believe in argue. We don't have to argue. Like, we don't have to argue." Listen to Ronald Isaac. Too. Like, we don't have to argue. No. Right. Like we don't have. So that's the first thing. But then Brother Allen told me, he said the Lord gave him a solution to whenever, you know, uh, his wife was, I guess, was kind of argumentative. And whenever, you know, um, there was there was a, a you know, a disagreement or, or, you know, they begin to he said, just begin to praise God. Right. In other words, just change the atmosphere. That's all we're doing, just changing the atmosphere. So when you talk about, you know, well, there's times where, listen, right now we're too emotional. Let's just change the atmosphere. It could just be, you know, let's just put some praise and worship music on. We don't have to have space in the sense of, you know, being away from each other. The true essence of what we're talking about when we say people love with space is not connecting on a mental level, not connecting on the emotional level, not connecting on the physical level, not connecting on a on a um, spiritual level. That's what we're talking about. You know, we're not talking about, you know, more more or less the physical space. We're talking about a person not being connected, wanting to have space. I, you know, I just like I just can't imagine going with my brother to the Bahamas on a week vacation and not taking my wife. Like, like that's over, bro. Like my brother called me and said, yo, bro. I'm like, bro, that's over, bro. That's over. Me and you going on vacation. Like that's over. Like that's that's I got to bring. I mean, she coming with me. Right. So it's just it's just. I mean, God, God is so, he's so in love with us. Listen, the, the, listen, the idea of love is intoxication. That's the idea of love. 
is to be inebriated. It's intoxication. The Bible says, it says to be ravished. Be ravished with, with love. Like, that, that ravages me. It's be, to be in, intoxicated. Like, 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 my girl got it right. Beyonce got it right. Oh, does she? Drunk in love. Oh. Y'all seen the video, Drunk in love? Oh, I Okay. She got it right. That's the one you want to bring up. She, that's the one I'm going to bring up. She got it right. <laughs> no, she got that right. Well, she got right. You just, you, right. But, you know, Beyonce, mom, you know, them safe folks. Check that. <laughs> Check that. Check you know, that. Them, them safe folks. Whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but you ever, you ever heard of mama talk? Mama say this is safe can be. Oh, yeah. Beyonce, mama say, they always say. I don't doubt that. Yeah. But they, she got that one right. Drunk in love. That's the idea of love is to be drunk in love. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just drunk in love with you. I just can't live without you. I can't. I, where you at? Where you going? Where, when you coming back? Like, that's the idea of love. See, the thought is, the thought is, I am your space. Right? For, 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 for God toward man is, I, I'm all the space you need. Right? This thought came to me. There's no, there's no, and I think, I think we said this before. You said we got to write a song about this. But there's no, there's no room for space in love. Space is, de is designed to consume everything. Love is designed to consume all the space. There's no room for error. Where there's space, there's room for foolishness, right? The Bible says, the Bible says, sin crouches at the door. What's it waiting for? A, a little space. Did you give me a little space, right? They say when they go sod grass, the best way to keep weeds from growing in your, in your front lawn is to, is to saturate the lawn with so many seeds that the grass grows so tight that there's no space for the weed to break through. That's the idea of love, is to be so close that there's no room, there's no space for anything to get in between us that can cause us not to have what love is designed for us to have, and that's oneness. So, you know, that, that, is, that is, again, in a nutshell, and there's a whole lot that, that I can go down when it talks about there's no space in love. There's no space in love. So the idea of, well, I need my space and you need your space. Okay, I get it. I understand. I'm not going to tell you how to live your marriage, but I'm just giving you what salvation is, the solution is to that, is, is to eliminate the space. He says his love is a vehement flame. His love will eat away the space, man. Well, how much, how much, of, that, how much of the issue with that is, is our understanding of what is needed in communication? I mean, so much of what I've seen from our culture is the second conflict starts, we either fighting or we walking away. There right. is no, we going to talk this out. Like I, I've, I've, I've lost, you know, yeah. contact with boys because if we ain't going to talk about it, we either going to fight or we going to walk away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and then from there, all, all there is is space and there's no opportunity to reconcile. Right. There's no opportunity to, to make right or to repent or none of that. Right. You know, and, and, and it's, it's just frustrating because with with me and my wife, so much of, of, of the, the important issues that we needed to address, we got that out the way in right. that infatuation stage. Right, right. We, I need to know: Are, are we of? Uh, are we going to be thinking the same? Right. How, how you know? How, how do we feel about raising our children? All, like all the main concepts that go into a strong relationship. We need. I need to know: Are, are we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, from what I've seen, not a lot of people, you know, our right. age and younger are, are really thinking about any of that right now. You right. get into the infatuation, the infatuation stage is, you know, let's let's take trips, let's have fun, let's do this, that and the other thing. 
And then by the end of that, if I still like you when we wake up, in the morning, <laughs> then I'm gonna propose and we can get it on from there. And then love will work. Love will work. Oh man, like, I love it. Just work I love out. it. Like, like they have no sharing. Oh, like they, have, they have no point. Wait, but we do know, son. You do understand that the infatuation stage was designed never to end. Right. That that the infatuation stage is designed never to end. See, see, there's no death in love. Love don't die. And people will tell you, yeah, that, that, that puppy stays. Love don't die. See, that's what we, but this, we don't know better. There's no death in love. The Bible says love is, is stronger than death in, 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 um, in Song of Solomon. Love is stronger than death. There's no, there's, that means love supersedes. There's no death in love. Death, is, listen, death is not designed to die. I mean, I'm sorry, love is not designed to die. There's no death. Well, I fell out of love with. There's a reason why you fell out of love. That's why I had such an issue with my, bro, my boy talking about some, there's more than, there's, you, get, you need more than love for a great marriage. And then he, end, and then he ended up saying, I, I listened to the whole thing, he ended up saying, you need mercy. What? What do you think mercy is? <laughs> right. That's, in, That's in, love. in love. Like, God, the Bible says, for, uh, it says, um, for his great love, no, it says God is rich in mercy because of his great love, what with he loved us. Well, mercy is a branch of love. It, it's all love. There's only, there's only, and I know this is going to shake some folk up. One fruit of the spirit. And that's love. The rest of those are branches of love. Goodness, mercy, temperance, meekness, all those things. It's the fruit of the spirit is love. That's why the Bible says when we first got saved, what did the Holy Ghost do? He shed abroad the love of God in your heart. When you got love, you got mercy. When you got love, you got peace. When you got love, you got patience. When you got love, you got long suffering. When you got love, you got everything. When you got love, you got God. I mean, that's that's what you got. Right. Because God is love. Like we got it all. Ain't ain't, ain't, ain't no ain't no more. It's interesting when, when you say it like that, because we really, really do have a love problem. Oh, my goodness. No, that's what it is. That that is what it is from from everyday marriage to folks putting us in slavery. Yeah. That's what it is. Right. But one of the wise, one of the wise that we talked about last week for why God wants to reparate America is because it's love. And it's the lack thereof, it's the lack thereof that caused white folks to feel like they were superior or had a had a supremacy over uh, uh, black folks that 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 God never ordained. Right. That's a lack of love. God's desire and his reason for moving on behalf of black America to bring about reparations is because of his love for black America. Right. Love, love, love is infatuated, to use your word, with justice. You can't have love and not have justice. I like me some justice. Right, you can't, <laughs> right. You can't, you can't, listen, you can't have love and not have reconciliation. Listen, John, John I love reading John's gospel, I love reading John's epistles because John is, listen, he's matter of fact with it. The, the salvation is an emphasis on the definite. Either you saved or you ain't. Either you're a righteous man or you're a sinner. Either you either you right or either you just or you unjust. Either you doing it right or you doing it wrong. I, listen, I don't got a problem being wrong because I just want to be right, right? I don't got a problem being wrong. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I just I want to be right though. So John is a, is, is a matter of fact. Listen, this thing is black and white. Like, ain't, ain't no ain't no space in God. <laughs> ain't no gray area. Either you either you right on or you off. And it's okay to be wrong. Because we have the solution. God will get help us to be right. So the point is love, love or the lack thereof has, is always the issue. 
is are we going to be, are we going to be rooted and grounded in love? The Bible says it like this. Let love be without dissimulation. Like let love be. Like the promise is me. I got to get out of the way of love. Right. Especially when it comes to relationships. I got to get out of the way. Well, if we don't get out of the way and let love be, then we're going to have those issues. There always there always will be a issue where where um, God God's trying to communicate how much he loves us. Right. He loves black America. He has a love for black America beyond what we can imagine. He has a love for black America. And so the why the why is his love, for, his love for justice. Right. His love. I mean, I mean, everything God did from 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 the day he brought judgment on Satan for tricking up uh, the woman and 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 then she convincing um, uh, Adam to make the decision he made was about love from from Noah because he told he, he chose Noah because he said Noah was a just man like Noah was about judgment and justice. He chose Abraham because he said, I know Abraham going to teach his children to establish judgment and justice in the land. Two generations he talked about his children's children. He's going to teach them how to establish judgment. and David's throne. David's throne was about judgment and justice. He said, David ruled over all of Israel. Then Solomon. Right. Remember, he asked Solomon, what is it that I will do for you? What, what do you want me to do for you, Solomon? He says, Solomon says, give me wisdom that I may judge and establish justice amongst all these people. He said, because you asked me that. I'm going to give you all the wealth you can ever imagine. He said, because you didn't ask for wealth in, the, in your enemy's head, I'm going to give you peace beyond measure, and I'm going to give you all the wealth that you can possibly imagine. Then Queen of Sheba came behind that and says, listen, because your God loved Israel, he has made you the king and the establisher of judgment and justice in the land. Justice and judgment is a is a is a is a, a, a part of love that can't be separated. Right. God loves. And because he loves us, he has to see to it that we get we get the just treat the just treatment that we're supposed to have. And that's nothing short of being reparated, being reparated for the slavery and everything after that. Really, really, we say slavery, but white supremacy is the evil. That's the evil that, that God wants to deal with, right? And there's only one way to deal with that, and that's salvation. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I think, I think something you said was very key there. You, you, said, you said that you want to be right, right? Yeah. And, and the spirit that that's birthed from is love. Oh, amen. Because there's a you got desire that right. to be right or to, to be righteous, mm -hmm. right? And those things can be interpreted as justice. Right. right? Amen. You're right. So there has, to be, there has to be a desire within us to to first understand love, which mm -hmm. means we have to understand God and God's will for our life. We have to have that relationship. Salvation needs to happen, essentially, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then from there, that births within us that desire to be right or to see righteousness or to see justice be done. Mm -hmm. And if we're not if we're not under that mindset, then that should be a clear indicator that something in our believing is wrong. Oh, something ain't right. You right, son. <laughs> and we have to now. Man, listen. Right. right. The question comes down to can these folk who enslaved black America in the name of Christianity really be saved? Like, like I'm I'm still I'm still going back forward with that one. Okay. Like how like man, like I know, listen, I know you can be saved and miss it big time. I ain't I ain't doubting that. I get that. But to that degree? Yeah. Come on now. I mean, but 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 you had people like like Charles Finney, who we know in the New York area as one of the great revivalists. Who was an abolitionist, but wasn't with black folk being put on the same level as them? No, no, no. They, wait, I, I, what was his statement? He, he, one of his parishioners 
wanted to integrate the church that he was a part of. And he said, you mistake, you mistake um, abolitionists for for uh, equality. Don't mistake that. No, 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 no. They can't come to church with us. Right. This is Charles Finney now. Right. I mean, you got you got you got you got some of the world's leading evangelists today that still don't see black folk as their equal. Like, how can these things be? How dwelleth the love of God in you? Right. And I get folks to be ignorant. But, you know, that's one that we wrestle with, you know, a lot that that, you know, when you're thinking about the the um, the oppression of black America by white supremacists who still claim and confess you know, the name of Christ. Right. So, I mean, I mean, I can go on and on from from Billy Graham, uh, uh, you know, um, all of them had some issue with black folk, like like one of the greatest revivals in the history of America, Azusa Street Revival, was was interrupted and disrupted because of racism. I mean, that's just what it is. You know, we got to deal with it. Right. The thing I love about that is, you know, repentance, reconciliation is a staple of love. And as long as we, we got love, the love of God operating in the church, then we can, we can get it right. We can get it right. And you're right. It comes from love. If you don't have a mind to get this thing right, man, I, I hate to doubt folks' salvation. Well, can I challenge you on something? Yes, yes. Okay. So when, when you say to, to be right, one of my spiritual mothers, she said that her, her pastor had told her because her, uh, my spiritual mother and her husband was having a little mm -hmm. spat. And... What her pastor said to her was, well, do you want to be right or do you want to be righteous? So my question to you is, do you see a difference between being right? Because I guess being right can come with pride. Like just like just some people just want to be right. Like They just want to. I know that I'm right. So do you see a difference between being right and being righteous or do you see that as the same thing? I don't know where these folks get this stuff from. <laughs> I, don't I, I, I don't know where these folks get this stuff from. I don't know how these folks, where did, where, I don't know where to get it from. But now I'm going to answer the question anyway. So I, I get what they're saying. Like there's a, there's, a, there's a being right that's born or birthed from pride. I get that, right? But when, when, when I'm talking to believers, like, like, to be righteous is to be right. It's the same thing. It's right. one and the same. Like, I don't understand that. Do you want to be right? So you could be right and be righteous at the same time. Oh, in, in all things? In all things. I would say yes. But that's right? as long as you're operating in love. Right. That's long as your inspiration to be right okay. is in love. Okay. Is in love, but I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say it like. I mean, again, I don't know the details of that whole situation. I would have to more, know more information before I can really make a, a, a correct, um, you know, judgment on it. But to say that, do you want to be right or righteous, is saying you might be right, but your, but your, your, what's motivating you being right is wrong. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I would have to know that, but. Like to be right, to be right is to be righteous. To be righteous is to be right. Like, I mean, I get that. Like, like, do you want to be right or righteous? So conceptually, I, I think that that's 100% right. When, when, when you talk about just the concept of right, being right versus righteousness, they're, they're one and the same. I think in the context of what you said, I've heard that kind of phrase yeah. being used yeah. before. And the, the, the mindset is, you know, do, do you want to, 
Do you want to listen or do you want to argue? That that's basically what what is what is what is being translated from from that phrasing. Do you want to do you want to listen to to my wisdom or do you want to argue for what you think is right? Right. You know what I mean? And and it's almost it's almost something that's used on. I've I've only ever heard it used from younger uh, from older to younger. Mm-hmm. I've never really heard that phrase used from people of similar age, right? And that has always spoken to, you know, I have more years of experience. I have more wisdom. I have. In other words, I'm up here and you down here. Be quiet. Right. Right. You know, do, do you want to be right or do you want to be righteous? Like, if you're not right, you can't say that to me. You know I what I mean? It, 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 and, and, and that's that's where I get it mixed up. Like, there's people who are older than me that, that believe wrong. That doesn't no, mean Paul, that I, Paul, that, David said like this. I got he said he said he said I, I have more wisdom than all my teachers. Than some. He said, I got more wisdom than all my folks who's called themselves teaching me. I know more than them. <laughs> right? So, I mean, there is a place where the pupil can surpass the the teacher. Right? There's a place for that. So, I mean, you just we just gotta get to the point to where to where we're operating and we understand love. That's why all of Paul's prayers for the church were centered around being rooted and grounded in love because, because everything starts from love, right? Love is the, is the foundation, is the inspiration for everything that we do. If that's the case, now you got, now you, you, you got the ultimate, you know, you got the ultimate society. But um, we, we, have to see, we have to see God's love as the instrument for um, administering, you know, everything that our salvation is designed to bring to us. It's all, it's all love, you know, and, and, and once we mature and we grow in that love, now we become those instruments and, and, and those uh, believers who are able to, to, you know, express and manifest salvation to the point to where it, it becomes, it becomes a magnet and people want to be around it, you know? So you're right. We have a love issue. So can you uh, also go into this about God's love? So I know, Everything that you're you're speaking, it sounds like God's love is really to repair Black America, like mm-hmm. you know the healing for America. Can can you go into that to explain what you meant by the repair of Black America being a healing? Right. Well, that is that is a um, powerful thought. Uh, we talked. We, I think I threw that out there last week and just kept going. But when we talk about when we talk about what's happened in America, you know, uh, since its inception. Um, a lot of times we focus on we focus on the the plight of Black America and the horrific and the evil and the, and, the, and it's just and it's and it's right and it's due. But the part that I also thought about as I was meditating this whole process is the sickness or the disease of white supremacy. Like that has an impact on white folk or those who are white supremacy. Like there's, there's there's something rotten. There's something evil. There's something not right within them. You know, that, there's something that, that needs to be dealt with. There's a suffering on that end that is taking place as well, right? There's an esteem issue. There's a, there's a, there's a, 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 a frustration. There's a lack of, of, of self-empowerment. There's something about you that you don't like to the point to where you feel deficient, to where you feel like less than, to where you gotta, you gotta put me down to pick you up, right? There's something, there's something in, in, in inherently not right Right. So when we get to the place to where we reconcile and we repent and they repent of being a white supremacist, a healing will take place inside of them. A void will be will be will be filled. Uh, uh, the, the injury and the pain. You know, there's a suffering that, 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 that we may not even be able to see as black America that's going on inside of white America. There's something not right with that that needs to be healed. 
And when they get to the point where they repent of that white supremacy, they repair the injuries that that's due to the white supremacy against black America. Now, now true healing and true healing can, can be manifested inside of them, inside a white culture, inside a white society. There's a sickness, there's a disease that that needs to be dealt with. So the repair of black America will bring will mean healing for all America. Right. And when that when that healing takes place, that's when you're going to see the America God intended for America to be. Like God intended for this to be a America that was to be shared by by all ethnic groups. Right. This not this this America was not intended for white folk. Right. It wasn't just set aside for white folk. Right. And we got we got we got to see that they got to see that. So what I mean by that statement when that came to me is that healing for all America, healing for black, the repair of black America will be healing, will be revival, will be restoration, will be repair. Like like it ain't just black folk that's hurting. We just don't see the hurt of white America as prevalent as we see it in black America. But for you to treat me like that, something wrong with you. There's a sickness and disease inside of you that, that you need to be healed of. And that's what I mean by the repair, because that's going to that's going to require a godly sorrow that works repentance not to be repented of. And that's going to require a repair, economic repair, psychological repair, emotional repair. When all those things take place, now we're going to have a better society. Now you're going to have a better a better um, a better relationship you know, between ethnic groups, you know, and I think it's going to go beyond black and white. It's going to touch, it's going to touch every, every ethnic group. It's going to touch, you know, all of the different continents, you know, uh, on this planet. It's going to touch, it's going, it's going, it's going to create a worldwide healing. I really believe that, that it starts, it's going to start with, with black America, white America, but man, it's, it's, it's going to bring healing. It's going to bring deliverance. It's going to bring, it's going to bring a lot of, um, uh, uh, life that we haven't yet seen. Just imagine, imagine what, what could take place when you have a, um, a, a, a unity and a oneness, right? So, so Psalm 133 talks about um, when there's a unity, there's, a, there's what we call the commanded blessing. Like there's a difference in, in the blessing and then when God commands the blessing, right? We see Jesus pick that thought up over in John 10, 10. Life and life more abundantly. Like we haven't seen abundant life in America the way God intended for us to see it because of the disease and because of the disease of white supremacy. We haven't seen it. We haven't seen it yet, right? There's, 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 there's creativity and there's, there's things that are, that's, that's, been, uh, that's not been able to come forth because of the divide. Man, so I just, I just feel like when, when we get to that point, um, but it first begins, and let's make no mistake about this, with a godly sorrow, a true repentance, and, an, and a repair, an economic repair, God has a hatred for injustice. The word injustice is only used one time in the Bible, in, in Job. Um, I believe it's Job. It's Job. Uh, I, I didn't write it down. It's in Job. I think it's Job 18, Job 8 or, or 18, one of, those, one of those chapters. But that word, that word injustice is used elsewhere in the Bible as the word violence, cruelty. And the end goal of violence and cruelty is unjust gain. Right. One of the places that God used the word violence is in Genesis, the sixth chapter, when he was when he was talking to Noah about destroying the earth. The earth was destroyed. This is how much God hates injustice. The earth. He started over because of the unjust economic gain that was arising in the earth. He says he says the violence in the earth is too much for me. I'm going to start over with you. That's how much he hates it. 
He has a hatred for it. So the why, when we talk about the why for reparations and why guys gonna run, one, one versus his love for black America. Like he got a love for black America that's, that's undeniable, that can't be quenched. And he gonna see to it that they're, they're properly repaired and reparated economically for, for, the, for what's, what's taking place. Secondly, it's his, his love for justice and judgment. Like he's, he's like, he's in love with justice. I mean, he gotta have it. He, 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 what he see injustice, he gotta fix it. And then it's hatred for injustice. Like, like I'm willing to start over. Like I'm willing to destroy all this thing. I'm willing to, because of the violence that's in the land. That's the same word, injustice, is the same word for violence. I'm willing to deal with it, right? We see this demonstrated in Jacob's life with Laban. He saw how Jacob treated Laban. He said, I'm gonna fix that. I'm gonna fix that. And he, and he took all of Laban's wealth and he transferred it to Jacob, right? Because of the injustice economically. Uh, uh, guy got a hatred for it. And so when we talk about God reconciling and when we talk about God repairing black America, it's because of those three things. His love for black America, his love for justice and judgment, and his hatred for economic injustice. He has a hatred for it. And that's how we're going to get to where we're going to go. Now, how it all going to work out again? I got an idea, but we're going to see. We're going to see how it works out. If you look at the way that the world moves now, I, I don't want to run this over time, but if you look at the way the world moves now, it, it all stems from lack of love. Right. I have a song, it's called, um, it's called Jimmy Wants to Rock a Speedo. Weird title, I'll explain. Jimmy Wants to Rock a Speedo. Right. What's wrong but with Jimmy? The, the, the premise. Him? No, I, this is my first time hearing it. Okay. The, premise, the premise of the song is, is, is lack of empathy. You see what people do on social media, all the stuff that they put themselves through physically or, or you know, recording accidents and stuff like that to get hits. Right. Mm. You see all of the TV shows that they put on air, you know, competition shows, everything that pits one against another, nothing that that, that promotes unity of any kind. Right. Um, you, you look at uh, uh, the, the way that our, our neighborhoods and our households are, are being forced to be built now. Right. Mm. Uh, we're, 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 we're living in a time where everything is built to keep us in solitude and keep us separate, which keeps us vulnerable and emotionally unstable. Right. Mm. There's no opportunity for love to be cultured in any of that. Right. right. Amen. And we're being robbed of all that. Now, that pushes us to do things like what we do on social media and all that, all that stuff, because we're seeking that, that, that connection. We're seeking that, that uh, empathy. And really, at the, at the end of the day, what it really is that we're seeking is love. We want to feel what it's like to be loved. So that's why Jimmy want to rock a speed so he can get some attention. So that he can get some attention. There that's we go. Right. I got you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. People, people I'm with do you. random stuff just for the sake of getting hits and likes and all that. You know what yeah. I mean? It, it's all for the sake of, of feeling what it feels like to be loved or adored right. or, or, or praised or whatever. All that stuff that goes into a loving relationship. Right. And it, it's, it's sad, but... Salvation is the same. You, you hit the nail on the head, right? It's just like, like we all just want to be loved. I remember when Lord showed me, he said, we all, they, we all just want to be loved. They just want to be loved. The design for man is to live by love. Like love is life. That's the design of it, is to live life by love. Where there's love, where there's no love, there's death. That's just what it is. Where there's no love, there's death. And you're right. I mean, we, we, we all just want to be loved. And it's, and it's how do we find and where do we find this love? You know, that, that is what it's about. It's about the pursuit of love. And, and God, God is the, the solution. He's the source of love, right? One of the problem, one of the greatest problems that marriages face when I'm talking to couples is they look to their spouse as their source of love. 
They want to love because of. When, when marriage is designed to operate and function by loving in spite of, right? So when you make, when I make Leslie my source of love, eventually we're going to have problems because she, she's not a source of love, right? God is the source of love. Whenever the Bible says God is something, it's saying that he's the source of that, that particular something. He is the source of love. So when I want more love for my wife, I don't, I don't look to see how good or how well or how better she's doing. I go to love and I say, Lord, make my love to increase and abound for my wife. I go to him as the source. He then gives me a greater love. Then that enables me to see the greatness in her in spite of whatever infirmities or imperfections that she's dealing with at this particular moment. It's love. Make my love increase and abound. You right? told me that for... for Outside of just, just <laughs> right. regular people, right? Like for people, right? Use that for any anybody, right? No, we do. That that's that's a foundational principle for any relationship. But most importantly, when it comes to I'm to my listen, I'm to my listen. Uh, Brian McKnight, crazy love. I'm to my I'm a crazy love. I mean, she give me love, 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 crazy love. That's what I'm talking about. Crazy love, like like what manner of love? That's what I'm talking about. That's what we need. We need that crazy, spaceless love, and that's what's gonna cause. Households, homes, families to be where they're supposed to be. You know, um, all of those things, all those things come together. A society where there's no love, like, like, like American society is built on hatred. It's not based in love. It's built on hatred. And until we fix it, we're going to have issues. And there's only one way to fix this thing. The hatred is, be is between black and white. And we got to fix it. White folk got to repent. And then they got to repair. Right. And that's just where we got to go with it. You know, Jada, uh, Will Smith and Jada, they actually have a red table talk talking about that, how they basically had to destroy their whole marriage mm -hmm. to build it back up again, because they noticed that that they, they were seeing each other as the source of things when it started with them. So. Mm hmm. And mm -hmm. I think when it comes to salvation being the solution, I think people need to start know, knowing how to start from within to learn how to love yourself. Because like you said, we learn how to not like ourselves. So it really starts from within so that we can do it outward. Yeah, I'm like T.O., man. I love me some me, man. I'm like T.O., man. I love me some me. <laughs> Look at baby. You know what? <laughs> like I knew. Now, I love me some me, man. Problem. He has another love problem. I knew he had a love problem. Uh, <laughs> we went to the church one day, and he said, if I love somewhere. Listen, man, listen. You don't favor me? Oh, they got a problem. They got a problem. Man, they got a problem. Is that true? They got a problem. That's, that's close. That's close. No, they got a problem. That's how much I believe God loves me. He go, because he going to find a way to make you favor me. Like, like I'm, that's just what I think, man. No, but uh, to your point, we got, you got to love you first. And I, I love who God has made me to be. I love who God has called me to be. I love, I love. So, so I, I made a statement. Here's one of those statements I just said last week and I just kept going. Okay. I made this statement. I said, um, oh, what did I say? Oh, man, it had to do with love. I said, uh, uh, I can't grab it. Um, but it, it, was, it, was in the, it was in the spirit of, it was in the spirit of me saying, that love, that we had to love, we had to love, oh, I can't get it. Ah, oh, sorry, I lost it. Lost it. I'm sorry, yeah. Okay. I thought so, I had it for so a minute. We're gonna have to come back next week and pick that up then. Okay. Yeah, we can. Okay. Yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, we can. Okay, bro, how you feeling? Man, this yeah, this that was good. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, good. Okay. That was good. Did you want to end with anything? Um, no, uh, other, than, other than I think 
I think we um I think we got we got we got to deal with we got to deal with the lack of godly love like this there's several words that that deal with love and the agape love is the one one word or one aspect of love that I think we need to bring to the forefront because that's the love that's able to love in spite of you know black folks going to have to going to going to do that because white folks you know in from one perspective, haven't been deserving of it, but we got to forgive too. We have to forgive too. Um, I'm 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 completely 100% with understanding that that my my forgiveness and the extension of it is based on your repentance, right? You got to repent, and I'm talking about the real repentance. I'm talking about where there's where there's where there's a, a change of mind and a, and a mind of repair. Right. You can't ask me to forgive you unless you got a mind to repent and repair. Right. And, and I, I don't even know if it's legal for me to say I forgive you if you haven't repented and repaired. Right. I don't even know if it's legal. I have to look that up in the word, but I don't even know if it's legal. I don't even know if you can legally if I can legally say. But if you haven't done because because I mean, there, there may be some 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 residual in there that says, man, this joker here. Like it's like the example you gave me like you used last week. I, you bring your car to me. I don't put the right oil and you tear it up. And now how are we gonna be boys? Come on, man. Right. You owe me a car. Right. You owe me a vehicle. You know, so no, but that's what it is, man. We can end with that. I, I just I just think I love that salvation is a solution. And ultimately it comes to a, it's a love issue. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, make sure on YouTube you subscribe, you like, you comment, and also um let us know what you're dealing with in life so that we can see how salvation can be the solution to what you're what they want to talk about, right. Yeah, absolutely. We're going through a pandemic, another spike, whatever, whatever you're, you're going through. Make sure you let us know so that we can um, talk about that. So until next time, make sure you continue to stay safe.